0: Welcome to Rema for Today Radio. The Christian at new birth does not have a new physical body, though he will one day. It's the man on the inside who's a new creature or a new creation. The old man who used to be in there is gone. You see, the inward man is the real you. Now you look at 2 Corinthians 4.16. And the inward man, the real man, is a new creation. He takes on the very life and nature of God. Now hold fast to your confession that you are a new creature. Then the new man on the inside will be manifested on the outside through the flesh. Learn to let this new man on the inside dominate the outward man.
1: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagin continues his teaching in him. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagin for today's message.
0: The hymn, Realities. Again, we'll look at Romans ten nine and 10. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God is raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now here's the confession you're to make. I believe in my heart Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe he was raised from the dead for my justification. I confess him as my Lord and Savior. Jesus is my Lord. He is dominating my life. He is guiding me. He is leading me. Of course, the first confession we must make is the confession of Jesus as our Lord. Being born again, becoming the child of God is the key which unlocks all God's provision and promises to us. Public confession changes our lordship. It defines our position. The confession of the lordship of Jesus immediately puts us under the care, under the protection of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is our shepherd. We have confessed him as Lord, so we can go a step further and confess him as shepherd. The 23rd Psalm now belongs to us. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd, you know, in John, the 10th chapter and the 14th verse. I wake up in the morning sometimes confessing, the Lord is my shepherd, I do not want. I do not want for ability, I do not want for strength, I do not want for money, I do not want for anything, the Lord is my shepherd. Now, here's another good in him scripture. Acts 17, chapter 28, verse. Acts 17, 28. For in him we live and move and have our being. Now, here's the confession that we are to make. In him I live and move and have my being. What a vast storehouse of power. In Christ my Savior and Lord I have life, energy, strength for the impossible task. Then in John the 15th chapter. First part of the fifth verse, uh, he said, I am the vine, ye are the branches. Seventh verse, if ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Now here's the confession that we are to make. I abide in him, I live in him. He is the vine, I am the branch. The vine is in the branch, and the branch is in the vine. His life, the life of God, is in me. His nature, the love nature, is in me. Just as blood flows through my natural body, his life flows through my inner man. I will let that life and love dominate me. You see, friends, when one is born again, he comes into Christ. This is the only way you can get in him. Then Jesus said, if my words abide in you. Abide means to live. His word lives in me to the extent that I practice it. Many Christians are born again and in him, but his word is not abiding in him. Are in them. That's why prayer doesn't work for them. The word abides in me in the measure I practice it. I may memorize it, quote it, even preach it, without it living in me. That word lives in me only to the measure I practice it. I let that word have free course in me, teaching me, governing me, dominating me. I let that word take the place in my life I would Christ if he were here in the flesh. And then my favorite in Christ scripture is Second Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ. Now you see, this verse has that expression in it, in Christ. You will find, as you study, we will not have time to look at all of them. I'm just going to give you a sample scripture and get you headed in the right direction and let you go. But now you will find a number of such scriptures in the New Testament that has that expression in it, in Christ. In fact, you'll find, oh, 27 or, uh, 30 of them or so. And, uh, then you'll find the text in Him, and in the Beloved, and in the Lord, and in whom, and by Christ, and by Him, by Himself, and by His blood, and by whom, and from whom, and of Christ, and through Christ, and through Him, and with Christ, and with Him, and by me, and in me, in my love, in His name. And, uh, look all of these scriptures up and uh, began to confess immediately that that's who I am and what I have, that this is mine. Now, for instance, let's go back here to Second Corinthians 5:17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now, here is the confession that we are to make and that you need to make daily i am a new creature in christ jesus i am a new creation being with the life of god the nature of god and the ability of god within me you see friends a christian is not made over that is he's not renovated like a mattress he is a new creature he is not just made over he's a new creation Something which never existed before. One translation reads, he's a new species. The Christian, at new birth, does not have a new physical body, though he will one day. It's the man on the inside who's a new creature, or a new creation. The old man who used to be in there is gone. You see, the inward man is the real you. Now you look at Second Corinthians 4.16. And the inward man, the real man, is a new creation. He takes on the very life and nature of God. Now, hold fast to your confession that you are a new creature. Then the new man on the inside will be manifested on the outside through the flesh. Learn to let this new man on the inside dominate the outward man. God is looking at that new man in Christ when he looks at us. And we look much better in Christ than we do out of him. We can't see each other in Christ. We look at each other from the natural standpoint, but God looks at us in Him. Then here's another verse that's very similar, and it has that expression, in Christ, in it. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. Now, here's the confession that I'm making, that you should make, that every Christian should make. I am his workmanship. He made me a new creation. We didn't make ourselves new creatures. He did it. We are his workmanship. And you had better be careful about how you talk about his workmanship. Be careful to say the same thing about his workmanship that he says about it in his word. Be careful not to slur or mock God by saying, Oh, I'm so poor and weak and unworthy, I'll never mount anything. He didn't make you that kind of new creature. He made you a worthy new creature. He made you a new creature who could stand in his presence as though you had never committed a sin. He made you a righteous new creature. Start telling who you actually are instead of who you think you are. Then Second Corinthians chapter five, verse twenty one reads, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now we should make this confession I am the righteousness of God in Christ. My standing with God is secure, my prayers avail much. You remember James 5.16 said, The fervent effects of prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Well, he made us righteous. It said here that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. We fearlessly declare that God has made us righteous. We didn't do it. God did it. Righteousness means right standing with God. Jesus, who is righteous, became our righteousness. Therefore, we can stand in the presence of God as though we had never done wrong. We can stand in God's presence without a sense of condemnation our spiritual inferiority complex. Then again, here's another verse. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. And this is one of those in Christ, in Christ Jesus. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. This should be our confession. Because I am in Christ Jesus right now, present tense, there is no sense of condemnation about me. Again, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. But of him... Are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption? Now here is the confession that we should make Christ Jesus, my Lord, is my wisdom, he is my righteousness, he is my sanctification, he is my redemption. Then Romans. Chapter 5, verse 17. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Here is the confession that we should make. I have received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. I reign as a king in my domain in this life through Jesus Christ. Christ. You see the Amplified translation reads here, reign as kings in life through the one, Jesus Christ. Where are we going to reign as kings? It says right here, in life, in this life. How? By Jesus Christ. Paul used this illustration because they had kings in the day in which he lived. In those days the king reigned over his particular domain. His word was the final authority. Whatever he said, went. He reigned. And the word says that we shall reign, that means rule, dominate, reign in life by Christ Jesus.
1: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life, so visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer the two CD series by Kenneth E. Hagan, In Him, You're Hearing This Month. Also, the mini book, In Him, by Brother Hagan, and the book by Ken Hagan, God's Irresistible Word. All this for a special price of $16.95. That's $7.95 off the retail price. Call toll free 1 888 Faith 99. Again, call toll free. One eight 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 faith 99 You can also order online at rhema.org That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G rhema.org Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126 Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150 We always love to hear from our listeners so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan.
0: Hey, come down and visit the Christmas lights and then uh, make it so that you can stay over the weekend and enjoy one of the services That's with right. us at Rayma Bible Church, 1025 West Kenosha, right here in Broken Arrow. And uh, somebody said, well, I thought it was Tulsa. Well, Broken Arrow is just a... a suburb. Uh, well, it's a suburb. It's part of the Tulsa Metroplex Metro. area, the whole area here. That's right. All right. right.
1: Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on In Him. If you would like, you can visit our online bookstore at RAMA.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening. That's next time on ReMA for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.